Thanks for tuning in to Soul Level Whole. For more free resources, visit kaylinohara.com or Dr. Kaylin O'Hara on Instagram. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Soul Level Whole. Dr. Kaylin here. And I'm thinking about how life works for us versus uh, how we think it works. And I'm going to give you my example, and we're just going to talk through it. And I would love for you, if it speaks to you, if you enjoy what I'm saying, to think about it for yourself and see what conclusions you draw about how life actually works for you instead of us trying to make things happen or trying to create things or this like whole, I'm going to manifest what I want. And when I think about this, I think about one of the things I was thinking about is when people say, I manifested the love of my life. Let me teach you how to do it too. So no, that is bullshit. On one level, yes, people can teach us things through their own example and through their energy. And I think that's beautiful. But you creating what you want in your life comes from you, comes from your own timing, and comes through like life happening for you and to you and through you. So that's what I was thinking about because I'm currently in a relationship that I had no... Um, I had no desire to be in a relationship. I wasn't trying to be in one. In fact, I was adamantly against being in one. And I'm going to use this relationship to talk about life and how life seems to work. So let's just like talk it out and see what comes. So yeah, so people say, oh, this is how you manifest this. This is how you create this. I did it. Let me explain it to you. And it's like, cute. Like, thank you for your, for that. Great. But at the same time, life has its own agenda. And this is what I mean by this. And I think we can use it to our advantage and we can use it to help us create things in our lives. But like things are coming to us sometimes, whether we're aware of it or not, you know? So anyway, and I think this topic of like finding the love of your life and that I'm going to talk about, um, cause that's what I'm talking about is a major topic for most people across all of the world through most ages, people want to find their person, right? So that's kind of where I'm coming from. Okay. So that's some background. So I was reflecting on this relationship today and how I didn't want to be in a relationship. I was doing my own thing. I had sworn relationships off. I was adamant that I was not going to get into a relationship. I was not going to, I was just not going to do it. I'm doing my own thing. And I meet this person And I'm thinking, this seems like a great person, but nope, not doing it, not interested. But we can hang out, we can talk, like whatever, this is great, this is fine. And I'm warning myself the whole time, like, Kaylin, don't do it, don't get involved. You said you weren't going to, da da da. And there was just no stopping this. This, our relationship is unstoppable. Our connection is otherworldly. Our everything, I mean, it just, it's so, it's so good. So I couldn't stop it, even though I said to him multiple times, like, I'm not interested in anything. He's like, yeah, no worries. It's cool. We're just going to be hanging out. It's great. And he wasn't really like looking either. He had actually kind of sworn off, like searching for relationships as well and was just like, fuck it. I'm not going to try to control anything. I'm just going to do my thing and live my life. And poof, we like pop into one another's lives, even though we have been in one another's orbit for years. Like he knew of me for years. I didn't know him, but we were connected through people and we just, we just weren't aware. This is when it all gets really interesting. So if I'm not looking 
and I don't want it, but it shows up and it winds up being everything I wanted. What the fuck's that about? If mm, in 2009, I got this, I was living in Portland and I got this feeling like I really need to move to the desert. I really want to be in the desert. I was super obsessed with the desert. I would take my vacations and road trips out here to Arizona and Utah just so I could be in this energy. And I also felt like something was really important for me here in terms of a relationship. 2009. And then when it was time for me to graduate from medical school, I got the opportunity to move here. It just so happened that my mom, who we lived in Oregon, she worked for a company in Oregon that happened to have a branch down here in Arizona, where I now live, that she just was working for and didn't even realize that she was working for this branch out of Phoenix. It's like fucking crazy shit. So it's like, cool, you can easily relocate. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's start a new life in the desert. And we did. So with my current partner, also, when he was young, decades ago, younger, we're both still pretty fucking young, um, he also got the opportunity to relocate. And it was between two places, and he chose Arizona. And that decision alone with both of us, one decision in our lives brought us together. So this is, again, a symbol. I'm telling you a very literal story, but it is a symbol of how life works. So I was reflecting on that today. Like, how crazy is that shit? Now, if I would have met him a few years ago, because we have another point of contact where I certainly could have met him, it wouldn't have been aligned at all. Based on where he was in his life, where I was in my life, like, not aligned in any way. And then also what happened for us over the last couple of years personally is why we are so good together. We're already highly compatible, what all of it, but what makes us have a massive unending appreciation for one another and a boundless feeling of love and the depth and the understanding and the maturity and the psychology to be able to do what we do is particularly because of what transpired for both of us over the last few years while we were in one another's orbits but like not coming together so if over the course of our lives we had made one different decision big or small we never would have met this never would have been a thing if anything in our lives would have gone slightly differently at any given time We never would have coalesced. We never would have come together that we know of. So what are all those other things? They're an infinite number of factors that we can never plan for, that we can never see, and that we can never know from the vantage point that we have in the present moment. We only know it when it comes to us. I didn't know in 2009 that I was going to meet this person here. I just knew I needed to be here one day. He certainly didn't know that either when he was like fucking 20, you know, going to move here. I had no idea at any step of the way that this would be it. And I actually, when it was right in my life, I didn't know it. And I'm intuitive as fuck. But I wasn't like, oh, this is my person and we're going to get married and have the best life and da 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 Like, he's the one. He's it. I was like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Absolutely not. This is not. This is this is not it. This is not going to be it. This just couldn't be it. Like, not because of anything with him. It just was like, no, I don't think so. I'm doing my thing. I'm prioritizing myself and my my life and my world. <laughs> But again, you couldn't fucking stop it. 
So I think about this when I think about the rest of life. That for all the things that we want, for all the things that people tell me that they want, I think about this. How the things in my life that I never saw coming were the very things that have been the most important aspects of my life. I never thought I was going to devote myself to medicine and healing and practice it. Never thought that I would run my own practice or that I would be an acupuncturist. I didn't even know what that shit was. Had no clue for most of my life. But there were things that I felt in my body and in my being for as long as I can remember. When I was a little kid, I wanted to be a veterinarian. And my mom got me this little kit. It was called the Pet Vet. And it was like this cardboard container thing that you could carry around. It looked like a cat carrier. Like that's what their packaging looked like. And inside it was all these like fake medical supplies and you could like create a sign with your name on it. And I remember vividly, I was probably like eight or something. I had my best friend come over and we played vet. Like we set up the whole house to be like a veterinary office and I hung up the sign and it said, Dr. Love. And that was me. (laughs) And I think she was Dr. Care, (laughs) you know, and we're treating like stuffed animals and probably the dogs in my house with imaginary stuff, you know? And what's so cute is that, well, two pieces. One is that when I, so I was like eight, when I was in my mid-20s, I actually worked in the veterinary field. I worked in the veterinary field for five years, and it was a calling that I had felt. I worked overnight in emergency, and then I worked in a regular practice, and it was everything I needed to know that I never in a million fucking years would want to be a veterinarian, and I would never want to work in those environments, and I was actually even going to school one of the many majors I had at one point was biology because I was like, I'm going to be a vet. But once I was actually in the field and practicing, it was like, no, I wasn't practicing, but I was with the doctors and, and in that stressful fucking environment. I was like, absolutely not. And it gave birth inside of me to this desire to work in a really peaceful and healing and sacred place because it was the complete opposite of working in a veterinary practice, which is so intense. And so you see two elements of that. Like one is that now I do have a practice. I've had a practice for years. My fucking name's on the wall. My signs are hanging up. I am Dr. Love. Like I'm a doctor. I am. I'm not treating dogs, you know, I'm like working with people in their fucking souls. But that also came through when I wound up in the veterinary field and was like, fuck this. This is not what I want. I want the complete opposite of this. I want quiet music playing. I want no overhead lights. And I want to be focused on meditation and healing and soulless. And I did. Soulless, like peace, S-O-L-A-C-E. Didn't see it coming. Had no idea I'd be doing this. When I was in, I was talking to a client about this recently because she wanted to be on her career path and her health and all these other things have taken taken the front. Like that's that's where she's had to put all of her attention instead of her career. And I was like, well, let me tell you a little story. Because while I was busy going to school year after year, college, and majoring in everything under the fucking sun, and eventually deciding, oh, I'm going to be in, I'm going to go into counseling, my health took a major downturn. And I couldn't heal my, I couldn't get help, basically. No matter who I saw, no matter what I did, nothing was fucking helping me. 
And I was really afraid for myself. I was very afraid for my future. I was getting diagnoses that were freaking me the fuck out. And I was not select. I was just like, nope, that's, I'm not choosing it. And then something lit up inside of me that said, this is not my future. I'm going to take this into my own hands and in my own spirit. And I'm going to heal my fucking self. And I'm not going to use all this bullshit that like Western medicine or anything. is. I'm like, that's not working for me anyway. I'm not selecting this as my life. I refuse to be like in pain and disabled and whatever. Like I'm not doing that. And something erupted inside of me. And I decided that I was going to heal and I was going to do it from a mind, body, and soul perspective. And that's when I found acupuncture. And within a year, I was in medical school studying Chinese medicine and acupuncture. Never what I have ever thought that would have been the case. So another example of like, I'm busy doing life over here thinking I'm going to be a counselor and I'm going to be this. And I'm like, no, you're fucking not. You're going to be a doctor of Chinese medicine. You're going to move like across the country again. And you're going to start a business, you know, but there's another fucking foreshadowing. When I was in high school, in my yearbook, because my initials are CEO, which is really cool. Thank you, mom. Um, I actually really was like into that too uh, when I was younger. And I was like, I'm going to have my own business. I'm going to be a CEO. I'm going to run a record label because I was super into music. I made my own album when I was like 17. I thought I was going to be like touring the world. I was going to be on stage touring the world, sharing my heart and soul with people. I studied music for a long time. I studied opera. Like it didn't work out. I wasn't, it's like not the path for me, but here I am another foreshadowing moment. I do have my own business. I am the fucking CEO. Like that is what I do. And also having wanting, having wanted to share something healing and something inspiring with the world on stage, right? That's been a a dream of mine for a long time. Um, It's happening in other ways now in my career. So this is, Kai, this is just like me talking about my personal self and my personal life, but we are our own research subject. We learn about life and how life works through living our own fucking lives. This is why somebody recently asked me like, hey, as a client, hey, I'm going on a, a road trip. Do you have any like audiobooks or podcasts that you would recommend that I could listen to? And I was like, honey, I got nothing. I don't listen to shit right now. And not that I don't think that we should. I think it's great to listen. I love like audiobooks have changed my fucking life. Thank you, Deepak Chopra. Love. I mean, I'm making a podcast for you all right now. Like, I think it's great, but there are seasons for that. And I've been in a season of I can't listen to a lot of outside things because I've I'm oversaturated in that and I've got to listen to myself and I've got to be the observer of my own life and I got to listen deeply inside of me at least right now, and study all of this to learn how this has actually been working for me. And all of that to say, what I'm realizing and what the question that I'm holding in my whole being is, it's more like, show me more, teach me more, tell me more about how this is really working so I can not control it and not know it, because I'm never going to really know it. It's always going to be a mystery. And that's why life's so fucking cool and stressful at the same time is that it's a total fucking mystery. (laughs) We live in such a mystery. We don't know jack shit. Like we do, we do, we do. Of course we do. But at the same time, we don't. Like, why are we here? What are we doing? What's this whole universe about? Like, I don't really know. 
We think we got something figured out and then we turn around the corner. We don't have it figured out anymore. It's so weird because it's like we're evolving every second of every day. We're constantly ascending up this spiral, right? And so I was thinking about particularly my relationship today because so many reasons, like never saw this coming. It's, it feels like such a fucking gift, really. I feel like I've received the gift of my lifetime and maybe many lifetimes by getting to be with this person. And actually, we both feel like this is the first time we've met. You know, sometimes you meet people and you're like, man, I've known you in past lives. Like, we just get along. We just click. It's like, I think our souls are meeting for the first time. This feels new and it feels like time and space breaking. Like, whoa, like how cool. Like, this gets to be the, this is the first time we've come together. How fucking cool. But anyway, so I've been reflecting on it as an example of, I had so much resistance against it at first and it wound up being the very thing that was for me. And I had so much fucking resistance against trying acupuncture, like a whole bunch. I thought it was going to be stupid. I didn't think it was going to help me. I had tried everything else. What are a few needles going to fucking do? Lies. No. But eventually I gave in because somebody kept trying, telling me to try it. Thank you, therapist. She also was the one that introduced me to meditation and like ugh, so much cool shit that I was unaware of way back in the day. She was helping me awaken. And when I had my first acupuncture session, my whole life changed. It totally changed the trajectory of my whole life in one hour in some August date of 2011. So why is it that the things sometimes we hold the most resistance to are the things that are meant for us more than anything else? And yet, sometimes that resistance that we feel is a full body no. It's an absolutely not. I'm not doing this. This is not for me. Get No. And how do we tell the difference? Because I got to tell you, in my relationship and in going to medical school, these are like two really big things in my life, I wasn't sure like, is this a no? Or is this just me having resistance? What does my intuition say? When I was going to medical school, like signing up, like, yes, I'm ready. And I learned how much it was going to cost me, which student loans, really, I was like, what the fuck? I'm not sure. Or when I started reading about Chinese medicine before I went to school, and I had no fucking idea what it was talking about. I was like, what have I done? I have no idea what this is. I really have no idea what I'm getting myself into. I just committed myself to three to four years. It was four of my life and hundreds of thousands of dollars and like a whole career trajectory. That's not like just a major. I mean, this is like not just you majoring in college and something that you could maybe do other things with. Like this is specific as fuck. Like this is what I'm doing, but you couldn't stop me. You could not stop me. Like I must do this. And then in my relationship, it still has happened, although I think I'm good now, but things would bubble up like, wait a second, intuitively, is this a no? Or am I just freaking the fuck out, out of resistance because it's something I don't necessarily understand? And that, my friends, too, is life because we don't know. We only know what we know. And a lot of times that gets in our way because it's conditioning. I only know what I know as far as what I've lived so far in terms of relationship and business and money and health and whatever. Like, I only know what I know. 
And I can use that to inform my decisions, but if I over-rely on it, I'm going to hold myself back. And then we also have our intuition, our deep knowing, which defies logic. It's something that just, oh, this is it. This is the thing. And I don't know what the, I don't know. I can't tell you how to know one from the next, from one moment to the next. And if anybody tells you that they can, I might be a little hesitant around that because we're just in an unending awakening. And right now my awakening is really beautiful and I'm really grateful, but it's freaking me the fuck out sometimes because I don't really understand it. I don't have context for a relationship like this, for a love like this. It's like blowing me away, but also like, whoa, I don't, I don't even understand. But that's also how I felt when I was studying Chinese medicine. Because Chinese medicine, if you don't know anything about it, damn, it is profound, philosophical, accurate, whole life, whole soul kind of stuff. Whole life, whole soul is kind of my jam in general. But when I started learning about Chinese medicine, it answered every question I had about everything. It can really answer like all questions because it's rooted in fundamental theories about how things work here, which is interesting that I'm coming full circle because that's what I said when I first started. How does life work for us? We learn through experience and it teaches us and it's so cool because we just get to keep evolving and keep expanding and keep opening. But at the same time, like we kind of want to know. What decision do I make right now? What's the path for me? How do I create this thing that I want? How do I call this thing in? And I don't know. We figure it out as we go. I do know that every time I work with a client around this, we always find the answers, which is so fun. And it's always, you know, unique for them. But there are like these core fundamental principles that we can live by. And I guess the one that I'm talking about right now is that Things are coming together. Things are weaving themselves together in more directions than we could ever comprehend and bringing things to us in our lives that we never saw coming. And it's so much better than anything I could have ever come up with on my own. I've come up with a lot of shit on my own in my own mind and tried to create it, but I could never, ever, ever have come up with how intricate and beautiful and profound Chinese medicine is and how it changed my life, how it changes my life, how I get to run a whole practice based on it or this relationship. And these are just two examples in my life, but they're really big ones. And so really it's like, All the things that need to come together to create what you want in your life, you could never fucking plan for and you don't want to. Your life is not a math equation. This is not algebra. This is not A plus B equals C. It's everything else that's cooperative that we could not plan for. So yes, I think it's great to want things. There are things that I want right now that I'm wondering like, how do I do that? Like right now, I want this vehicle that I have wanted for four years. Could have bought it probably at any time. 
But now, the model that it's sitting at right now, they've done some improvements. Oh, boy, it's a beautiful fucking car. But I really got to, like, think about it. It's a luxury vehicle. It's got a price tag that, like, okay, is that really the, is that really what I'm going to do right now? And I'm only bringing that up because, and it might seem just like, it's just a fucking car, but it's not. It means there's so much more to it. And it's going to come into my life whenever it does, however it does, whatever happens, based on all these things that I'm talking about right now. It's one thing. There are other opportunities, too, that I'm feeling into. There's things that I'm going to change in my business that I'm feeling into. This is life. You have it, too. Like, what do you want? What are you feeling into? What are you stuck around? What are you craving more than anything fucking else? What are you running away from? Like these are the things that I'm actually talking about and I'm just giving these really personal examples because they're on my mind that have me ask, cool, well, if that's how this has worked for me, how do I use that, apply that, feel into that and trust that in order to create what I want in my life next? Full well knowing I'm not really creating it. I'm co-creating it. I'm along for the ride. And it's so much bigger than I could ever, ever imagine for myself. And I think that is way more real than, hi, let me teach you how to manifest the things you want in your life. You know, just some thoughts. So that's it. I guess it's a super personal example. Um, if you like this, if you're at all inspired by it, I'd love to know. I'd love to know what wisdom it activates inside of you when you listen because you're wise as fuck too. I love talking about things like this and carrying these conversations forward. That's why I'm obsessed with the work that I do with people because we do this type of talking, right? But super deeply and about you. <laughs> so then we get to the, the bottom, whatever the fucking bottom is, or the, the inspiration or the activation or the, the manifestation. Like it's so fun to talk this stuff out with more than one person. But right now it's with me. And I guess this podcast over the years has become this, you know, just, just being personal and personable and as usual, just as real as I humanly can, because these are the revelations that I'm having now. So all of my love to you, all of my support to you, all of your dreams coming true is what I will always want for you. But keep in mind, there's this other thing that's doing it with you. And actually, I call it the third energy of creation. So stay tuned because I've got some stuff coming out on that. And if you're listening to this in real time, you can go to my Instagram account and find it. If you're listening to it later, maybe it already exists. Maybe it's a book or maybe it's a talk or something. But that's what I'm talking about right now. Anyway, love you. Take care. <laughs>